Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barr. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. <laughs> you always start recording when I'm laughing. Well, you know, you did, you're the one that made the comment <laughs> right before I hit record. <laughs> Let's go. I got shit to do. <laughs> you, did it, you did it to yourself. It had nothing to do with me. But then you started giggling. Well, you know, because you did it like... <laughs> In like, a weird Let's voice. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. In a weird voice. It's like you're trying to be some... Luke Cage person. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> How's your cosplay progress? Good, I'm done. <laughs> well, I have to hem some sleeves and that's about it. That's, you know, that's not too much. Are you taking, are you off on Friday or are you working Friday? I'm taking a half day tomorrow um, so that I can just work a little bit in the morning, finish up whatever I need to finish and then get ready in the bathroom at work probably and then go to the con. <laughs> All right. Very nice. Meeting up with people? Yes. All the people. Missy. All the people? Missy, first of all, probably. Is okay. she is she in town already or does she? No, she gets in, in the morning. Town? Okay. So she's taking the whole day off. Yeah. And Katrina's here already. Yup, cat. Yep. Cat. And then, yeah, all the people. Dale, Kevin, Sarah are already there. Nice. Nice. I'm sure I will see so many people. I'm sure you will see a lot of people. Yeah, lots and lots. My plan is to be there at some point on Saturday, assuming they're not sold out of badges. I think they're 98% sold out. I know. You're just three-day badges. You're just taking a gamble. Saturday is the next day that they said Uh, they were low on. It was like 85% one-day badges or something. Yeah. I should be cool. If not, you can always lobby con. There's always stuff going on in the con in the lobby. But you have to go through... Oh, do they check your badge when you're going through security? They no, only they check don't. your badge when you're going into the main and up And up to, the, uh, up to the panels. Yes, exactly. Okay. You're good to be in the lobby. And then a party on Saturday yeah, evening. Yeah, Taylor's birthday party is Saturday night. But yeah, last night I was finishing up my Black Widow stingers. Mm-hmm. Pew, pew. That's what I'm going to do when I wear them. Pew pew. Pew, pew. pew pew. You gotta do it the first way. Pew pew. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I will also do that when I'm holding my guns. Pew pew. Guns don't pew pew. They do. My guns do. <laughs> and uh Is it because they're icers? She doesn't use icers. <laughs> please. <laughs> she's she's not like Colson's team. She's got one speed. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Coming this August <laughs> to a theater near you. Well, probably in like a year. The Black Widow. You're you're a little early. Probably one year. Probably next June. It was just my sample. I know. I'm just saying though, but a... it's but it's kind of accurate. You just are you're just a little early. Oh, okay. But the one speed <laughs> one speed murder is right. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> Um, she deceives you so she can murder you. Yep. This movie is rated PG-13. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Marvel and Disney. They can't have an R-rated movie. 
All the murder, none of the blood. <laughs> oh, there's quite a lot of blood in Infinity War. Brought to you by Disney. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thanos is coming. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Mickey? <laughs> Golly. Garsh. Garsh. Thanos is here. Thanos. <laughs> what kind of animal is he? oh man (laughs) last night i was finishing up my stingers are you inviting him to mickey's playhouse (laughs) (laughs) no thanos is not invited to mickey's playhouse uh and i I had to keep going to the garage to spray paint and plastic dip and everything. Right. And it was like 11 p.m. So I went down to the garage and it was just like there was like one light. <laughs> so I just went under the one light. It's like my precious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt really creepy and weird and also creeped out. <laughs> and I didn't have gloves, which was a mistake. My precious. <laughs> Whoosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was using a plastic sandwich bag <laughs> yeah. as a glove because I forgot to get gloves. Okay. But I still like pretty much coated my hand in black spray paint and spent the next 30 minutes washing my hands. That should have been easy. You just pull out your uh, nail polish remover and give it a go. I did that on my nails, but... You didn't want to do it on your hands? No, because they're already so dry. Well, then you moisturize, obviously. I did. Moi- I, I took breaks to moisturize and I would wash again and moisturize. It was a process. It sounds like one. But there's just a smidgen left. Yeah. Looks like, I guess, some battle, some battle damage. It's like the day I went and saw a movie with friends. What movie did we go see? We went and saw, we saw, what did we go see? I don't know. What just came there. out a couple of weeks ago? You went, Captain oh, Marvel? it was Captain Marvel. How can you forget that, Brad? Wow. We're just talking about Marvel shit. Yeah, I know. So we went and saw Captain Marvel and my shoe, one of these shoes was untied and I didn't care. I was just walking around. He goes, your shoelace is untied. And I went and said, it's a choice. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping no one would comment in, during the morning meeting because it was a lot worse this morning. So your hands got more painted in your sleep? Did you sleep paint again? <laughs> I went back down to the light. <laughs> and I did it again. <laughs> My precious. <laughs> now they will know the mercy of black and. Uh... <laughs> yep. Sounds legit. That's what I did. <laughs> I believe it. But yes, I also, I mean, I've probably been sleepwalking a little bit this week. I told you this story where I, um. I was styling a wig, my black cat wig, and mm-hmm. I put my hair dryer away <laughs> afterwards. And I also, for some reason, put my Apple Watch in there. Maybe you thought your hair dryer needed to know it's pulse all night. I get, or maybe it needed a friend. I don't know. But I have no memory of doing this, except I remember putting the hair dryer away. I don't remember putting the watch in there. And the next morning, I like went to go take it off the charger, and it wasn't there. And I like mm-hmm. looked everywhere for a good five minutes, and I couldn't find it. And I was like, all right, I guess it'll turn up. Like I know I had it last night. Right. And then I went to go dry my hair, and I opened the cabinet, and it's just like sitting there. I was like, what? <laughs> you could have just pulled out your phone and didn't find my watch. Well, I didn't think about... Well, it was probably dead, so I don't think I would have found it. Already? It gets, it's already dead today. Oh, wow. And I've been wearing it since 7 a.m. 
What do you do to the poor thing? I have a lot of group chats that She's are going like, off constantly. <laughs> She's viewing the internet on her watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at this trailer. Look at that trailer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, oh, yeah, sounded a lot like not, not like trailers. <laughs> it sounded like other things. <laughs> like a video game? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. But yeah, it already... And I'm all out of bubblegum. I didn't mean to push that. I meant to push that. There we go. I was finding my phone instead yeah. of muting my phone. But yes, it was dead when I put it on the charger, so it, that would not have worked. I don't have these problems. I have three Apple Watches, so <laughs> I can, I can just da. rotate. <laughs> one of them has a cracked screen. Okay. And I bought the one that replaced that one because it was... Yeah, we can fix your screen. It's two hundred and twenty-five dollars, and I'm like, but I can get a whole new, better watch for yeah. three hundred. So That's I bought crazy. the whole new, better watch. And I have then, like a twenty-dollar one through my health insurance. I should just get it. And then, yes, I we changed insurance companies at work, and they were offering the Apple thing. watches at yeah. half off. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I wanted the one with cellular, which they didn't have when I was there. So I might as well buy that one. <laughs> And then I upgraded to this one. Uh-huh. Technically, I've bought four now. It's a lot. I just inherited this one. And I gave one to my friend, and he paid me oh, yes. lunches for I like remember. two months. I remember the story. Because I didn't, you know, they were going to give me nothing for it because it had a scratch on the screen. But it, like, it didn't mess the functionality of it up at all. So I have one I wear when I sleep. Mm-hmm. I have one that I wear when I'm awake. I can't wear anything when I sleep. It's weird. And my phone knows my heartbeats all the times. Cool. Except for when I forget to put on my watch, which has happened. Yeah. That's when you're too exhausted to think. Like I was the other night. Exactly. Yep. Then you got to find it with the hairdryer cheating on you. I know. So offended. <laughs> well, <clears throat> let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's dig into this thing we're doing, which is... This week on Seeing Double Podcast. Episode 60. Six zero. Episode 60. Not 16. Six zero. Six zero. Because sometimes Alexa doesn't understand me. She's listening right now. She did not do anything. We did not give her a command. The other night, I was watching Infinity War, and I don't know what Loki said, but he said something, and then he said, Prince of Asgard, and... She went, Alexa, she went, you want me to play Prince, is that right? <laughs> it's like, no, shut up. It's not what I said. I didn't say anything. Don't why listen to Loki. Yeah, why are you listening to Loki? He's just going to mess with your head. <laughs> you poor simpleton, you. But yes, so we're doing... Yeah, Galactica. Season one, episode nine. Nine. Called Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down, but it's spelled T I G H. Yes. Because Saul Ty. Yes. He's a good character. He's a great character. I love him. It's on the fracking ship. It's all in the fracking ship. That was one of the greatest moments of my life, was him saying that to me in real life. Did he really? Yeah. I asked him if he would, and he did. <laughs> he complied. Com- <laughs> well,. He is used you to. You will comply. Oh, and this episode <laughs> had a huge 
what's what's the food thing called in productions? Uh, catering, catering whatever. bar, or whatever. had a huge catering budget for this episode. Why do you say that? Because there were so many toasters. <laughs> <laughs> did you count them all? No, I was wondering if you did or not. Uh, they blew some budget there. You're so funny. Speaking of the toasters, let's start with Silent Occupied Caprica. You mean the island? Because <laughs> they're just running and, and running, running for and days running and days and, and days and running. So much running. Uh, so, toasters yep. make toast. Are after Hilo and Sharon still, as we found out last episode, because they've just been running. We're gonna still. We're gonna turn all your bread into toast. <laughs> <laughs> they they're coming after their bread, and they're not happy about it. They're like, no, this is our bread. We don't want it to be toast. We want to eat regular sandwiches. Your bread is too soft. And, we don't want paninis. Get out of here. We want it to be hard and browner. We don't want grilled cheese. We just want regular bread. Mm-hmm. And we want to eat our waffles frozen and soggy. Ew. I didn't. That's just what they want. I did, that's, that's just not, weird. That's not what I want. That's what Frozen, want. soggy waffles? Who knows what Cylons like to eat? Apparently, that's what Sharon wants. I bet since they're machines, they like to have a good, um, you know, lubricating, fluid-ish-like glob food. Like yogurt? Sure. <laughs> Gogurt, maybe? Because they're on be, the run. But, yeah, but it's got to be really lubricating. Because they're, they're metal. I know. Gross. You know, they don't need to lube their body works. They just need to lube all their joints. True. So Sharon says that they're after them because she overheard some intel and they want to kill her because of what she heard. Right. Yeah. Likely story. <laughs> right. Uh, and then when we come back to them a while later in the episode, uh-huh. they're still running. <laughs> yep. But then Hilo falls because they've been running for a really long time. And he's tired. He's very tired. And for some reason, she isn't. It's the, it's the adrenaline, Stephanie. Yeah. He's and probably also has radiation poisoning on top of it. So does she. Uh-huh. It just doesn't affect her the same way. Yeah. And she's just like going like it's just fine just so much <laughs> adrenaline look <laughs> look Hilo we gotta keep going look <laughs> Hilo we can't stop the rave we gotta keep going my god Hilo oh my god look I found a ladder Hilo okay god look it's dangerous <laughs> I could fall but then she goes up the ladder and peeks out but oh my god there's just so many toasters everywhere i know the budget for the food was so expensive (laughs) there's toasters above them there's toasters behind them there's toasters everywhere and you get a toaster (laughs) you get and you get a toaster (laughs) and then he notices her lack of exhaustion while he is struggling intensely. Right. And then that's when she says, It's, it's adrenaline. adrenaline. I'm not going to lose you. She doesn't do it in that accent. No. Look, Hilo. I'm not going to lose you. You got to get out and run. <laughs> you got to run really, really hard. We got to go, go, go. This is the Cockney British uh, version of, of Sharon. <laughs> Come on. 
Get your butt in order. <laughs> uh, so they keep running. Because winter's coming. Yep. We don't know. They're still running. That's, that's the last we see of them. However, we do see Caprica 6 and Aaron Doral walking through the streets. Uh-huh. They're having a bit of a discussion. They're a little bit annoyed that Hilo and Sharon have now disappeared and they can't find them. Right. Maybe I should save this for the end. It was the end of the episode. Oh, you want to save this reveal of things? I mean, it's not really a reveal. Kind of is. There's okay. a situation that occurs that okay. is we'll revealing. Wait. I'll wait. Yeah, we'll let's come wait. Back. We'll come back to Silent Occupied Caprica at the We're end. We're leaving Caprica for a moment, guys. We're leaving, yeah, for a, a while, actually. Now we're going to go back to the Battlestar Galactica. And we're going to be in the CIC. Which stands for? Uh, cool in command. <laughs> I'll accept that answer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Oh, there's, sorry. There's a notification cat, on our phone. My cat uh, in Iowa. She was sick. Yeah. And she has kidney disease, oh, which no. is very sad. But my mom just told me that she got some new food, which is an appetite, appetite stimulant and also an antidepressant, and she's doing better. So good. Does it going to do anything for the kidneys? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all I know is that she just wasn't eating, which was bad. Now she's eating. Now she's eating. And she's going to be happy. And she's going to be better. Yeah. She's getting antidepressant meds. So good job, Molly. I, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Molly's the cat. Molly is the cat. Yes. In not, not her mom. <laughs> yes. Molly cat. In case there was confusion. <laughs> anyway. Rosalind is wandering the CIC and she sees Adama and she gives him like a cute little wave. Uh-huh. It was cute. Sure. Didn't look sus- <laughs> like she wasn't suspicious at all. Uh-huh. Not at all. Uh... He, Adama is very excited to tell her that they finally have a silent detector. I believe sh- he says we are the proud owners. <laughs> Excuse me. Of a brand new silent detector. What a dork. <laughs> have you checked out my new silent detector? I got the undercarriage coating. <laughs> <laughs> and gap insurance. Is that a silent detector in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> it's a silent detector. Great. <laughs> She wants to know who's going to go first in the testing. She says, or he says, I think people that are in sensitive positions should go first. And she says, I totally agree. How about you? Yep. <laughs> I'd like to know if you're a Cylon. Because as we saw in the, pre- the previously on Battlestar Galactica. Giles has nothing to do with this. <laughs> he, is in, he is in everything. He's not, no. He's, he's the previously on everything. Okay. Um. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, he, Leo been, Leo been bad. Leo been gone. Leo been gone. He told right before he got sucked out of an airlock. Yep. Uh, floated. Some might say from other shows. <laughs> yes. What is that from? Firefly. The one hundred. Oh. Pfft. Wow. I've never seen it. I'm just. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Just wow. <laughs> There's no doubles, so we'll never do it. So spoiler alert for 30 seconds. 
the world had a nuclear war and everybody had to escape to space and they're on a bunch of space station ships that were put together and when the population got too big they would get rid of criminals and they would float them ah because that was the clean way to get rid of people that seems wrong and we're back anyway yeah leo been told rosalind that adama is a cylon right before he went whoop on out there <laughs> Before he got sucked up. So she slurper. is suspicious. She doesn't want to believe this island, but she's also suspicious. Yeah, this them looking human is cause, putting a really big uh, wrench in the works for everybody. Yeah. Uh, after she says, I'd like to know if you're a Cylon, he laughs <laughs> and tells her, if I'm a Cylon, you're really screwed. Yep. But her, but like she's so insistent about it. That it almost made me feel suspicious of her. Uh-huh. So it was like, it like switched, kind of. I'm suspicious of everybody right now. I mean, yeah, you're suspi- everybody should be suspicious of everyone, because it's all, who knows. Um, oh, look, there's hot glue on my arm, or super glue on my elbow. <laughs> Cosplay life. Okay, it's gone now. Oh, darn. It's just dried. Mm-hmm. Sexy. That lasted for... Two days <laughs> or mm-hmm. one day. It's super glue. I hope so. <laughs> um, sorry. Every time I um and then I'm conscious of it, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so D. Meanwhile, D and Billy are on a date. They're watching spaceships go by on the observation deck. And they get a little smooch on, a little cuddle on. It's mm-hmm. very adorable. It is adorable. But. I would take Billy's spot in a heartbeat. Me too. <laughs> Dee's adorable. I get dibs. Fine. <laughs> Billy starts asking a couple questions. Right. And Dee tells him that Adama's being, been acting really weird and making secret calls from his quarters. And he won't let. He won't let her log the calls. Yeah. Uh, but then she realizes that he's asking a lot of questions, and she's like, uh, excuse me, Billy. Uh-huh. <laughs> good, Such a good thing to do for, a, for this visual medium that we're doing. <laughs> it's for your amusement. It is very amusing. And my amusement. <clears throat> So she says, like, this is your last chance to ask questions for a while. And then they end their date. And then Billy goes to Ro- right to Rosalind to report exactly what he found out from her. Well, she, it felt like she was <laughs> grilling him for that. Yes. Uh, and he, he tells her, yeah, Adama's making, weird, making calls, been being weird, etc. She says, well, they really... She says, like, she really, really hopes that Adama hasn't been replaced by a Cylon duplicate. And then we get an, a very ominous shot of Adama in his quarters right before the credits go by, or the opening credits go by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you like my interpretation of them every, every time do. we do this? I do. It's great. It's, it's enjoyable. Uh-huh. I like that you, 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 you put the stinger on it and you're just like, I'm going to commit to this and do some 
angel-like sort of sounding musical noises. I just, yeah, I just, I can't really replicate it. So, you know, I give it, I give it my best effort. Baltar, Gaius Baltar, is in his lab asking Head Six if suicide is a sin. Nanobot. (laughs) He's wondering this because there are 47,905 people in the fleet, which means 47,905 blood samples. It takes 11 hours to test each one. Mm -hmm. So it would take 21,000. 956 days to test them all, which amounts to 60.154 years. Right. I wrote all that down so that I could be very accurate. Did you do the last part? Uh, we'll call it an even 61. Yeah, to, you know, put some sleep in there. Yes, to add in sleeping every now and then. Old is Gaius. How old is Gaius? Yeah, what would, what would your estimate be? I would say late 30s. Yeah, so... um. He basically has to live to 100. To finish the tests. To complete his tests. Doesn't seem like, that's a long time to be testing people while running away. Yeah. 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 You'd think they would come up with something better. You would think. But there are some perks that he learns, because he's going to be spending all his time alone in his lab. Yeah. So uh, we hear his uh, zipper unzipping a little bit. Uh-huh. And we see... I wouldn't say a little bit. All, all of it. All the bit. All the bit. We, and we see Six's legs, and he lifts her dress up. And he's giving it to her. Uh-huh. But then when... <laughs> but then when we pull back, we just see him standing there alone. Right. Having a good time with himself. Uh-huh. And then Starbuck walks in. <laughs> yeah. He's, <laughs> and he's like, oh. She's not oops. amused. Yeah, she's very like, come on, man. Do it in your quarters. Well, he's, tries to tell her he's just doing his exercises. Yeah, he's keeping up with the old exercises, yeah. I believe is his exact words. Uh-huh. And he says, what brings you into the lab? Or what brings you to the lab in the night? And he's, she says, it's the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> And then when we see him again, we see Six leaning over the table like she's been taken in, in the from behind. With some buttocks. <laughs> Her showing. dress is still up, yes. Mm-hmm. She says she's intriguing. <laughs> Not yes. herself. Starbuck. She Starbuck says Starbuck is intriguing. Is intriguing. Yeah. Yes. Ta- Colonel Ty. Right? He's Colonel XO. We're not done with that scene yet. Yeah, that's it. He goes, how can I help you? And she goes, you can start by zipping up your fly. Oh, I didn't write that down. <laughs> and then she says she's there for her blood sample test or whatever. I got too distracted by and, six, apparently. Oh, yeah. The butt just blanked butt. your mind. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. I want that baby back, baby back, baby back. No. But No. I want no. that. <laughs> Stop. Ty Na- is in his room <laughs> staring nano, at his booze. Nano no. Even no. Even more <laughs> even, no. Even more no. <laughs> Ty has his booze bottle and then he empties it into the trash like a good boy yeah. because he's an alcoholic. It's all one drink, little, little, hardly anything left. Yeah. There was like a shot left. And then he, oh, sorry. <laughs> 
says, well, at least I did that. Yes. And then he pulls out a picture from his drawer and it has a hole burned into the face of his wife. Yep. And then he crumples it up angrily. Recrumples it. It looked like it had been yeah. crumpled before. <laughs> yes. And tosses it in the trash too. With the bottle. Back in the cool in command. <laughs> <laughs> We have Dreda's contact. Uh oh. A Cylon Raider. Yep. Adama, and they don't know what to do. Well, I mean, they know what to do. They have protocols, but we also find out that. Well, <laughs> what are we well, doing? Oh my God, it's been nine oh episodes. We have no idea what to do. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, Adama left on a raptor about an hour, an hour ago. An hour. An hour. hour. An hour ago. An hour ago. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a little southern, apparently. Yep. <laughs> or whatever that accent was. It was probably southern. Yeah. Some people say that I have a southern accent, and I don't think so. I don't know. I'm from St. Louis, not like Louisiana or something. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Some people have told me that, and I don't understand. Our go was pretty southern. <laughs> so. I guess I say y'all. Well, more people are picking up that y'all. Yeah. I got <laughs> I got very annoyed because I wrote the word tall the other day, and it autocorrected to y'all. Mm-hmm. And I was and I complained about it to Stacy, and she was just like, "It's just keeping you and your southernness in check, or something like that." <laughs> like you say it so often, it got confused. Stupid phone. Any hoozle. The <laughs> Apollo takes his peeps out to get the raider, but the raider was jumped- already out there. Yeah, whatever. It jumped right in front of us. What a ninny! That's an exact quote from the show. Thank you. It wasn't an exact quote, but that's what he said. He jumped right in front of us. Oh. That was a mistake. Sookie is distracting me. She's very Hi, loud. You want to come up here? Come here. She wants to be a part of the podcast. She does. What so, do you think of the Dreda's contact? The, <laughs> and then the the raider jumps away before he could get it. Well, he he did knock out its weapons. Yes. Before they could kill it, I mean. But they need to jump. Or in their term, zero it. Yes. Come here. Hello. Wow. So... They need to jump because if the raider has jumped away, it has that's like it means it was scouting and it can go warn the base ship that where the fleet is and have the Cylons all come and kill them all. Right. However, and but they can't jump because Adama's gone. They need Adama because he's their leader. Because he's the FTL drive. He plugs in. <laughs> he's actually an android. <laughs> Without Adama to put his finger in the hole, it won't even start. <laughs> it's just. It's just the way it works. I mean, it's science, guys. A hundred percent science. Yep, exactly. It just proves more that he is a Cylon. Yes. <laughs> the, <laughs> the same raider comes back uh, and behaves very erratically, jumping away and then reappearing and jumping away, reappearing. They, I think, uh, I called him Psy. Saul Ty. Yep. I mean, I almost called him Psy. That was what my mouth was going to do. And I stopped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> they, called, they called it like flopping around like a wounded bird. Yes. Adama, however, returns. 
And we see his sexy lady legs and his raptor. It's another Model 6. Nope. Oh, okay. It is Saul's wife, Ellen. An older model, number six. No. The original. No. The A model. No. And six is the T model. No. (laughs) (laughs) In the lab, Gaius answers the phone. Gaius Baltard, Department of Silent Detection, how may I direct your call? (laughs) It's really good. It was very good. But it's Rosalind, and she's like, hi. (laughs) Probably don't answer the phone like that. Yeah, don't answer the phone like that, please. (laughs) (laughs) She wants to know the moment that Adama's sample is done or his test is finished. But he tells her, Gaius tells her that Adama canceled his test and asked him to test some woman named Ellen. So he is doing his due diligence. Right. As a good BFF. And testing Ellen's blood now. Yes, instead of his own. But. But. Rosalind do not like that. She wants to know if he's a Cylon. So Rosalind no like Ellen. Rosalind wants. Adama. Adama. Test. Test. She doesn't know who Ellen is, so she doesn't understand why he is changing. Rosalind no understand (laughs) why Adama changed to Ellen. Uh-huh. Rosalind say bad boy. <laughs> you do Odama. Adama. Odama. Oh, oh Thanks, Odama. Oklahoma where there's you do Adama and you forget Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this makes you so <laughs> laugh so hard. I don't know. Cause I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tie tie. I'm so tie tie. Uh, <laughs> uh, Saul sees his wife, and they hug each other. Mm-hmm. She does. She tells him she doesn't remember the last few weeks that she was asleep, and someone put her on the last flight out of Pycon. Right. They have a very tender reunion with tears and apologies and promises to start over and. Blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, apparently now, do, did we know what their life was like prior to this I don't moment? think we knew anything except we only saw the part where he took the photo out and burned it A in the miniseries. Yeah, that was okay. the only thing we knew about his gotcha. wife relationship. So they clearly don't have a very good relationship. And I believe he thought that she died in the... Right, because she was on... She was on PyCon. Yes. Is that a moon? I believe so. Okay. Or is it another planet? Or is it a city? I'm confused about this. Because mm. they're on Caprica, and she was on PyCon. So what is on PyCon? PyCon might be a planet. Is it a space station? No. No? I don't okay. think so. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I don't remember how all the... I used to have very intimate knowledge of all of this shit, but I don't remember it all. Right. It's that's been a while. That's why we're rewatching. It's fun to re-experience it all. Suki is purring so intensely. Yeah, she's happy. Because I just got my hand on her belly. I'm being Southern again. Sorry. <laughs> 
Got my hand on her belly. It's because I was in Texas. Yep. That's that. There I we go. So much barbecue. He did so much barbecue. I don't know how that's southern. Oh, I want some barbecue. Oh, that's southern. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> Who knows what I am anymore? You're Stephanie. <laughs> am I, though? <laughs> don't. There's nothing. Don't worry. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing about you that you need to, to worry about, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. How, how have you been lately? Everything medically okay with you? <laughs> I'm tired. I we already talked about this. Okay. Yeah, take your notes monitor. <laughs> so back to the bird a little bit. <laughs> uh every time the wounded bird jumps, it gives them some more data, which is helpful for them. But it's also like, uh, we really need to get away from this thing soon. Right. Cuz it's like they're so kind Ty of risking told it. Them- don't shoot it because every time they would go to attack it, it would jump and then it would pop up somewhere else. Right. So now they're just sort of following it around. Yeah. And it's given them more data, but the longer that they let it linger, the riskier it is mm-hmm. for the whole fleet. Right. For the whole darn fleet. And isn't, didn't Kara say this will help us because we were having trouble figuring out how to use their FTL and like the data we're catching is going to help us figure out how they do it? Yes, indeed. Okay. So, I lost on my the place. on the ship that they acquired off of the planet, the Raptor, the or yeah, the, not the Raptor, the, the, the Raider, the, the Raider that, that they Kara yeah, flew exactly. Rosalind asks Ty to come chat with her, and she expresses her concerns about Adama. Uh huh. And Ty's like, "Girl, you cray. Adama's not a Cylon." <laughs> And he tells her where Adama... <laughs> and he was wearing a do-rag. <laughs> Girl, you cray. <laughs> and he tells her that... Ad- Z-snapping all over the place. Yeah, that Adama was picking up his wife, Ellen, and that's why he was missing. Except their Z-snaps take a little while longer because they can't have corners, so they gotta go <laughs> into... <laughs> they gotta put extra motions in there so they're on the slant. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> but when he says Ellen, Rosalind's like, oh... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Ty says what? I said Ellen. <laughs> oh. Ty said what? So she calls Baltar and says, okay, uh, let's do that Ellen test JK, again. I want you to go back to what you were doing before. <laughs> Adama was correct. So sorry, Don't not question sorry. Adama. He always knows best. Right. Papa Adama knows best. He's daddy. He knows what he's doing. Papa, Papa Adama. Papa Adama. And Mama Roslyn. Papa Adama, Mama Roslyn. Papa Adama, Mama Roslyn. That's hard to say. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Ty. <laughs> <laughs> and Cousin Thrace. Yep. Ty goes back to his room and Ellen has brought him some ambrosia to drink. He wants to talk and kind of figure things out now that she's back. But she uh-huh. just wants a drink and smooch. Right. Well, yeah. She's... Maybe a little, uh, you know, amped up. Mm-hmm. She's been asleep apparently for a few weeks. Bed for a couple of weeks there. And now we get to one of the funniest scenes: the dinner party. <laughs> so much giggling. Ty or er, Adama has invited Roslyn, Apollo, Ellen, and Ty for dinner to in his quarters. Mm-hmm. 
And Ellen is just charming, as I think Rosalind puts it. Right. <laughs> yes, there was no sarcasm in that look, the way she spoke about it, nothing. Yeah, Ellen is just like, blah, 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 and everyone... And Rosalind's like, God, I haven't had to deal with this since I was teaching kindergarten. Yeah. Ellen is clearly drunk. Ty is like having the time of his life because he hasn't drank in a long time and his wife is back, so he knows he's going to get lucky. And then mm-hmm. and Lee is like, this is the most... It reminded me of when in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Remember when Saul, not Saul, Walt. Walton. What's his wife's name? Don't know. Can't remember. Oh, my God. Yes. When they had Jesse over for dinner, uh-huh. and it was like they started fighting each other, and he just is like drinking this his drink, like please <laughs> help me, please. That's the face Lee is making in this scene. Right. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, and then not only that, but she starts leaning under the table with her foot, and she. Sorry, I had to look up her name. I was going to drive me insane. Skylar. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yep. Walton Skylar. Gotcha. Yeah. So she starts, she takes her shoe off and then she starts feeling up Lee's leg <laughs> uh-huh. across from her. Just the one shoe. Yeah. Just, I just said one shoe. Okay. I said she take her, yeah. she took her shoe off. And she uh, physically locates his leg and uh-huh. starts working her way up. And then she decides to count the change in Lee's pocket. Mm-hmm. Did you did you laugh when that happened after what I told you? Uh huh. <laughs> she was nowhere near his pocket. <laughs> uh, so, and I think at one point, I think Ty was like, "Isn't it great that she's back?" And I think Rosalind says, "How lucky for us all!" Or maybe it was Adama. Someone made a sassy comment about it. Right. Everyone. She was, was also filling them in on some information, like what the n- people were thinking, and right. Everyone's so suspicious of Cylon. But grateful and blah, Oh yeah, blah, I blah, actually blah. wrote all that down. Um she and then she asks Adama or yeah, so she's feeling up Lee's junk and then he gets stressed out and gets up really abruptly. Uh-huh. And while he's and he starts clearing the plates. And then Ellen asks Adama where Earth is and when do we and when do we get there? And then the convo gets a little bit awkward because Rosalind's like, well, that's classified information. You can't, you, you don't get to know Adama that. Adam had said that too. Yeah, Adam had said that earlier and then Rosalind said it again. And she, and then they're talking about how, you know, everyone looks like Cylons now and anybody could be a Cylon. And then it kind of, an awkward silence falls over. And then Ellen goes, poof. Mm-hmm. And everyone is just so over her shenanigans. She's in stitches, ties in stitches. Everybody else just wants her back in a coma. Yeah. Like, please, please <laughs> take this person out of our life. Rosalind Adama especially are just, they're like 100% done. Right. And, 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 uh, and uh, Apollo is just afraid. <laughs> He's terrified, yes. <laughs> she, the dinner ends and she's like, oh, I seem to have lost my shoe. And then he gets her shoe out for her. I think it's like right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, she like helps him. Next to my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he helps her put it on her foot and then she squeezes his butt in the process. Yeah. yeah. Poorly. Poorly? Yeah. You think she could have grabbed more meat or something? No. He didn't want that. Well, then why was it so poor? 
I said poor Lee. Oh, I thought you said poorly. No, poor Lee Adama. She grabbed his butt poorly. <laughs> poor Lee Adama. I just thought you were critiquing her her, her no. technique. <laughs> no. Like maybe she should have gotten a finger in the crack or something and tickled I his did. butthole. I don't know. No, I did not have a comment <laughs> on that. I just was saying, poor Lee, he's being literally assaulted. Yes. Sexual harassment. He's going to file a complaint. He should file a complaint, even morning. though she doesn't work for anyone. So we can't, <laughs> she can't, they can't really do anything for him. <laughs> She's an officer's wife. I'm sure there's something they can yeah. do. So they leave, and then Ellen turns to, or not Ellen, Rosalind turns to Adama and says, You think that woman is a Cylon? Hey, it'd be the perfect cover. Yeah, and Adama says, if she's not, we're all in a lot of trouble. <laughs> because Ellen is not a very good person, at least not to Ty. Right. She slept with more than half the fleet when, Ty, when Saul was in space. But he loves her blindly, which is Adama's words. Yep. And even though she brings out this self-destructive streak in him, like he drinks more when she's around. He, does, he doesn't follow enough order. Like he just loses himself when he's around her. Yeah. Love does that to you. And speaking of, Saul and Ellen are being drunk in the halls and laying on some random scaffolding. Scaffolding and start. She wants to try to make out and she sits up there and they're getting almost busy. I don't know how you're going to make out with her legs over his shoulders. I'm oh, just right. saying. <laughs> I forgot I mean, that. That was their position. <laughs> I mean, he can lean forward. I, his head was right there <laughs> in. In the where the legs meet the torso, you can torso. still lean forward. He can't. Those are not. That's not the right set of lips. <laughs> he could have done it. <laughs> you just lean forward. It's fine. Okay. Gaius approaches them, and Six also appears behind him and says, "There's something there, isn't there?" They. All in the- all of a sudden, Six is blind. He can't see anything. <laughs> There's something there, isn't there? <laughs> With her walking cane, uh-huh. trying to hit it. She, they, <laughs> Ellen invites him, invites Gaius for a nightcap, but he has to go to the lab and leaves. Yep. And Saul doesn't like her flirting with Gaius. Like, he literally just got her back, and she's already trying to hit on someone, mm-hmm. and he's upset. And then she's like, oh, it's just fun, whatever. But then she tells him that in the middle of dinner, Adama put his hand on her leg. Yep. And that he came to see her on the rising star and that he came into her room and touched her while she was sleeping. Fake sleeping. Fake sleeping. Yes. Like, are you crazy, lady? Do you know Adama at all? Yeah, he doesn't believe her at all. He's like, quit lying, stop lying. And then she gets angry and says she'll prove it. Yeah. Cut to the lab, right? Yes, and mom and dad are fighting about the tests and how Adama could be a Cylon. It's all just well, kind of very funny. Adama is yelling at at uh, Gaius. Gaius because the test isn't done, but he gave him the blood that morning, and he goes, "I've already started and stopped twice tests twice twice today." And he's like, "What?" And then Rosalind fesses up that it was her fault because she wants to know if he's a Cylon or not. And he's like, "You think I'm a Cylon?" And then right. they're like fighting back and forth. Right. And yep. then <laughs> Lee's just there in the middle. Yeah, feeling awkward. Wondering again. who he's gonna have to live with. <laughs> who who gets him in the divorce? Yeah. yeah. That's, oh yeah, that was another thing that was super awkward at dinner was she brought up Zach 
Yeah. And everyone is like, ooh. (laughs) And he died long enough ago that it wasn't the last couple of weeks. She was just disconnected from the whole situation. I'm assuming that um, they they were probably filing for a divorce. Or whatever or they, they were just separated or, or something. Or whatever they call yeah. it in, you know, Caprica. Mm-hmm. They were getting their gods unhitched. Yeah. But Adam... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Adama says he got the test ordered for Ellen because he didn't want Ty to know. Or he did it secretly because he didn't... Or he was taking all these calls secretly because he didn't want Ty to know about her. Because he knows that Ellen is so destructive and puts him on this destructive path. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't deny Ellen access to Saul without anyone getting suspicious. So he decided to bring her to the ship to, so they could reunite. And he says, I wanted her close to me just as Ellen and Saul walk into the lab. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she goes, I told you he wanted me. <laughs> yep. This is like the perfect storm of just. It's so funny. <laughs> out of context lines. Oh, it's so hilarious. And Ellen is like, oh my God, all these boys are fighting over me. <laughs> <laughs> and Rosalind tells her to be quiet. And then she's like, you can't tell me what to do. Uh-huh. Adama says he thought Ellen was a Cylon, so he had to get the blood tested. Saul says he met with the president behind Adama's back because she thought he was a Cylon. It's just like all of this insanity back and forth. Yep. And then there's a cute movie poster moment with Adama and Saul's face side to face to face. And then they turn sideways. And then, you know, you should see something like the more you know should uh-huh. fly across the screen above it or something. Yes. So they just all continue arguing about that, but then they get a Dratus contact that the Raider has fixed itself, so they go back to the CIC. Right. And uh, they decide that they're finally going to take out the Raider because it's just been playing with them this whole time. But Saul... Uh, Saul has decides... Has a gut feeling. He has a gut feeling and decides to launch the alert fighters, despite being a little drunk at the right. moment. Because mm-hmm. it's right after dinner still. Uh, they are pretty sure the Raiders on a suicide run into the Galactica, like just to fuck right. it up. And Kara says they'll never catch up to it. Yeah, she's worried that yeah, once everyone gets in their Vipers, they'll never get they'll never get the Raider because it's too far out. Well, the two guys that were out there mm-hmm. tailing it would never catch up. Right. And then, just before it's about to hit the ship, the alert fighters take out. At the, looked like the uh, observation deck. Right, like right there. Ad. Yeah, right at that little Where people spot. get time. Oh, that's the other thing that happened in the beginning. It's like the time's up and then the next group of people get to come in. Yes. So this is like your one chance to look out a window. <laughs> yeah, how nice. <laughs> that's where Billy and Dee went on their date. Yep, to look out the window into the darkness of space. So exciting. The final frontier. So Saul saved the ship. Yep. And then Adama and Ty have a little heart-to-heart after, the, after that incident. Mm-hmm. He says he's grown accustomed to him without a drink in his hand and that Ellen is a negative force in his life. But he did good launching the alert fighters. And he says, we're friends. I don't want anything to come between us, not even Ellen. Right. And then they go back to the lab and they get their results back from the test. And Gaia says Ellen is definitely human. And she tells Adama, you don't want to frack with me, Bill. Try to remember that. And he says, don't frack with me, Ellen. Yep. But Gaius, or Six is talking to Gaius, and she says, if only they knew everyone passes these days. 
mm-hmm. just to leave us more confused and suspicious of everyone. Well, because you know, Boomer passed when Boomer failed. Well, we saw Boomer. We saw Boomer fail. Yes, but we I'm saw saying, it on the but screen. But then he made it a pass. Yes, so he learned to just do it for everybody. Because it's less question. Yes, and he says it's so much simpler that way. No muss, no fuss. AKA and... guys, don't get killed. <laughs> And Six wants to know what the test really said. And he says, I'll never tell. And then they spin around. And then he spins around in the chair happily. Making out, yeah. Making out with her. And then we get a flyback of the room where it just looks like he's spinning and smiling. And everybody's Mm -hmm. still talking and being happy about the The, uh, the positive test. Or the human test. It was green. Yes. And then back on Caprica. Caprica. Yes. Silent Occupied Caprica. Caprica Six and Doral are annoyed that they can't find Hilo and Sharon. They disappeared. And, and they've checked every building and street. And sewer and everything. They didn't check the sewers. That was the one thing that they didn't check. Oh. Well, the Cylon, the toasters were in the sewers following them. No, they weren't. They were above. But there were some behind them. I don't think so. I thought that's what the beginning of the episode was, that they were behind them in the sewer. That's when they were in the forest she said they were coming from them i think she took the sewers on purpose knowing that that would be overlooked because mm. they didn't say the sewers mm. i wasn't paying attention to what they were saying cylons think of everything above ground there's no shade <laughs> for them <laughs> uh caprica six is annoyed because sharon found love and she's never felt passion like that and she's like so fascinated by Hilo and starts to get a little emotional thinking about their what they share or whatever and she says even in his anguish he seems to be alive and then she starts to cry a little bit and then they go walk over to their collection of many toasters mm-hmm. and they're ready to send out the the troops to find him okay i think something i assume she was crafty and got away yep the end of that episode Yay! So we have a human person who's a bad person to be around. We don't know if Gaius is giving real results to the test. So we don't know if she's a Cylon or not. And as I guess regardless of what we find out about Adama, we're not going to know anyway because Gaius is protecting number one, which is himself. Yep. Any fun facts? I have a lot of fun facts. Yeah. The script was originally called Secrets and Lies. Okay. Three days have passed since the events of the last episode. Which was the... Leo been getting thrown out the airlock. Gotcha. Also, there are now 47,905 survivors in the fleet, which is a loss of 49 since the last episode. Compared to other casualty figures in the first season, this is unusually high for a three-day period. Huh. When when was the previous count before that? I don't, I don't I, you know. know. They're putting this three day period on it. When's the last time we got a count? I don't know. It I'm might sure, not be three days. It might I'm be sure longer. someone has seen. I'm sure there was a. It's probably on the marker board behind Rosalind every episode, and we can see how many oh, it is. Okay, that's probably. I true. think that's what it is. That's how they know. You think these are planned, or is somebody being careless with numbers? I feel like it's planned. Okay. Because it been, does it does move around throughout this could show. It just, Old people dying. Yeah, probably old people or someone getting sick or whatever. More people getting thrown out airlocks. So we really haven't had any fighting, right? Yeah. Oh, or maybe it's just them reinforcing that the census isn't 
100% at the moment because it's really hard to count people on all the different ships. So maybe the numbers are getting honed in a little better. Yes. Um, we find out that the Cylons have established a major base at Delphi, a city in Caprica. Okay. The opera music that Baltar is listening to in his lab while talking to and getting intimate with Head Six is called Battlestar Operatica. And it was written and composed by Bear McCurry. It is sung in Italian and directly relates to Baltar's situation. Of having technology in his head. Uh, it, the song, do you want me to read the lyrics to you? Only if you give me the, uh, I want proper um, pronunciation of all the Italian. It's not an Italian. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's in English. It's been translated. <laughs> Woe upon your Cylon heart. There's a toaster in your head. <laughs> and it wears high heels. Number six calls to you. This are these seriously the lyrics? This is I hilarious. don't think those are the lyrics. This, it must be because it was written for the show. It probably sounds cooler in Italian. <laughs> the Cylon detector beckons. Your girlfriend is a toaster. <laughs> Woe upon your Cylon heart. Alas, disgrace. Alas, sadness and misery. The toaster has a pretty dress. Red like its glowing spine, number six whiskers, whispers by your command. Translation given in the liner notes for season one soundtrack. <laughs> so what's Italian what for Cylon? I don't know. <laughs> what a good song. Oh, uh, Edward James almost also directed this episode. He plays Adama. Okay. Boomer does not appear in this episode. It's true. I did not see her. Galactica Boomer. Yeah. She's oh, you're, Boomer. Sharon right. is on. You're Sharon. Okay. Gotcha. I call her Sharon. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, regarding the observation deck. Yes. Uh, Ronald D. Moore said, he's the creator, says, it did feel right that there was one place, one area of the ship, which accepted a window or a port to look out and that it would be fairly confined space for the crew on these very long deep space missions that probably lasted months, if not years. And there might be a place where they can go and just stargaze. And in this situation, it seems like there would be a lot of people lining up to try to look out, the, look out at the stars, take a break from the monotony of the metal walls. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel in my cubicle every day. So this episode was actually originally supposed to be really dark and dreary. Uh-huh. And so Ronald D. Moore also said... We had just come out of a very dark, very heavy, very disturbing episode, and the next episode was supposed to be Time Me Up, Time Me Down, which was all about a very disturbing, very dark, very unhappy episode where our two lead characters start pointing guns at one another. <laughs> so there came a point where I just decided, let's just not do the dark and brooding episode. Let's try a different tone. Let's Drunk. see if the show <laughs> can withstand something lighter. Let's try something that's closer to a comedy or as close to a comedy as Galactica can withstand. Which I prefer. I'm glad they did that because I think it was very successful. Because that dinner party scene is hilarious. Yeah. And so is the scene in the lab when everyone is yelling at each other. In the miniseries, Colonel Ty is burning a picture of his wife, which in reality was a picture of executive producer David ike's wife however the scene had to be reshot for the series when kate vernon was cast as ellen oh really uh during the dinner Do we scene, see the front of the the uh photo yeah we see it in the miniseries it's it is different i remember it being different interesting during the dinner scene jamie bamber 
who plays Apollo, his reaction to Ellen sliding her foot against him under the table was genuine. He was not told beforehand that she was going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It's the best when they make you act and you don't know you're acting. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's all I got for you. Cool. The end. So our double count is... Are we ca- we're counting individual ones, right? Four? Yeah. Six, six. Doral, Sharon. Yes. <laughs> 50 zillion toasters. Yeah, yeah. Those I mean... Are, that's just... You count that as one because it's one CGI budget. <laughs> We should go back, and once we finish this show, we'll have to go back and retroactively alter our Cylon count. How? I don't know how you would even do It's not like the ones that are the, 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 the metal ones. have None of them have distinguishing marks. They all no, I the mean same. the people that we learn that are Cylons. Oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because, you know, there are Cylons. So later, we just don't know which ones they are yet. Later, we'll have to go see which, what of the, the new... entire cast. I gotcha. Not of this episode, but in general. Yeah. I like that. Would you like that? I mean, how long would that take? We'd have to go back. I mean, I'm not serious. I'm just joking. Maybe we should put it to a vote. No, we should not do that. On Twitter. Because then if somebody is listening to our episode, then they'll be like, oh, you spoiled it for me. We can't go back and retroactively do it. Unless you mean go back and just like record an episode where we just talk about (laughs) it. We do our Cylon count. Just the whole episode. When we're, when we're done. All right, episode one, it was one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> episode two, there was actually 10 of them. I don't know. We'll make that bonus content. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got for you. Cool. So as I said, you can follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. You can email us at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. We would really enjoy some suggestions, comments, stories. Whatever you want to tell us at Gmail. Send Stephanie sunbears. <gasps> Missy sent me a sunbear yesterday. Did she really? Yes. She sent me a video of sunbears. At our email address? No, on my Facebook. Fail. To me personally. <laughs> it's fine. I still appreciated it. You should. And I watched a sunbear play with a balloon and I was like, these are the fucking weirdest creatures and that's why I love them because they're so weird. With their long tongues and affection they're for just balloons. just like weird bodies. I don't know. They're so weird. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Please rate and review us <laughs> on iTunes. It is the only way people will be able to find our show. Um, Please, uh, rate us. If you have a suggestion for like a segment or something that you would think would be fun, let us know that as well. And... Until next time. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.